We go together like peas and carrots. The Peas and Carrots Podcast, sharing life from our piece of the vegetable patch. Brian and Kayla Sanders. Welcome to the Peas and Carrots Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Kayla. Welcome to this week's rainy edition of the podcast. It is. It's a little it's a little wet. And probably if you're listening to this in California, it's probably you're sunny. Like, what? You're putting on sunscreen and Let's just hope that as you listen to this, it's Aww. the weather you always wanted. There we go. 75 degrees. Mm. No mosquitoes. Mm-hmm. Zero humidity. A Blue light sky. a light breeze. Yeah. But 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 I like a good rainy day every now and then. I'm not a fan. Well, you can cook a big pot of gumbo or red beans. If I can stay home and cook comfort food and curl up with a book or watch a movie, I love a rainy day. But waking up to it when I know that I have to hit the ground running, not a fan. I like it. That's good. That's yeah, okay. Okay. What's up in the world of peas and carrots? Well, Miss Kayla. Well, we're coming out of Thanksgiving. As we record okay. this. Before we start, and before she starts telling you any of this stuff, I want to say this. Mm-hmm. It was the best meal ever. Blah, 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 blah. It was the best Thanksgiving I thought we've had. We had a wonderful holiday. Okay. But the meal was just It was a train wreck. Let me just say, it was not. It was amazing. Okay. Every person who is the chef at your house, I hope you can relate to this because as we sat down to eat... And it was lovely. We had some friends from church who joined us. Their whole their whole family is on the West Coast. So we invited them to come do Thanksgiving dinner with us. And I kept looking at certain dishes and thinking, something's not right. Well, the sweet potato casserole, I totally forgot to put the brown sugar. I thought it was which great. Which you felt was fine because it wasn't as sweet. Yeah. But I kept looking at it going, it's not the right color. But the dressing... Was the big one. was marvelous. So I use a recipe that I was gifted from your mom. And one of the one of the secret ingredients is to add in a box of stovetop stuffing. But but you've already and put I totally corn, forgot to but put you that. put cornbread. Well, yeah, in it. it had all the diced vegetables and it had homemade cornbread and it had chicken stock and all of that. It had chicken in but it. But I yeah, chicken, egg, uh, some pickle juice. But I totally forgot to put the base stuffing. And in. I thought it was grand. I thought it was You all wonderful. loved it. But again, I kept looking at it going, that just doesn't look right. So some days you just have to laugh at yourself. And I did not leave enough time to get myself together. So I looked semi-homeless. You looked but amazing. It was okay. And we had a great visit. And the food was me. But anyway. The food was amazing. It was wonderful. So, B. She's leaving. What the, did we she's leaving, actually. She, she's yeah. leaving this topic. I just, again, if you limped out of Thanksgiving Day, welcome to my club. You are welcome okay. to be here. So, what did we actually do on our day off? Willingly, on, on not Black in Friday, a hostage situation. On Black Friday. Uh huh. We went to the gym. We did. And Who are we? Uh, we're not who we used to be i'll say that yeah uh i enjoyed it mm-hmm. uh helped work off some of those thanksgiving enjoy calories. is a strong word but i enjoy i enjoy the gym the toughest part for me going to the gym now is getting out of bed and going 
Because the toughest part for me is how much stuff cracks and aches and pops and yeah. Well, the just, gym at fifty hits different than the gym at twenty five. Well, I never went to the gym at twenty five because I thought I'd live forever. See, I did, and it was so much easier back then. I'm fifty four now, knowing I got twenty, maybe twenty five years <laughs> left on this body. But yeah, so. so we did that. Let's talk about our Christmas tree. So we have. Well, we had a Christmas tree. That I loved. That was pre-lit. You know, it's mm-hmm. like that ant that shows up at Christmas, a little pre-lit. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Edit. Uh, so this Christmas tree, I bet you, was six to ten years old. Yeah. We'd had it a good long had it a good, while. Had it a good while. You having glasses issues over Yeah, there? I just keep pulling them <laughs> See, in. It's like a librarian there They're for They're balanced on my nose. So, uh so she gets the tree up and then she plugs it in and like only half the lights are working. Well, thankfully I had a moment because I start like shaping the branches and doing all that. And then I know it was a God thing because this little voice said, maybe plug it in before you do all this, plug it in. And the top section did not light and the middle, middle section, section didn't light, and then the bottom section came on. And then it blinked, so it wasn't going to be long before. Could have had a house fire. So I looked at you, and I said, well, I can just take these lights off. For those of you saying, why didn't you just go what get I new said, lights? I said, I don't think it'll work. You said, I don't think they're going to come off as easy as you think they are. I spent 45 minutes trying to remove the top section of lights. I don't know how they put these things on these trees. Finally, I said, why don't we just go buy a new Christmas tree because I think this was Saturday, the day after Black Friday. Uh-huh. And uh, and you said, I saw where a lot of trees are on sale. We got the last tree. Am I exaggerating? Uh-uh. The last boxed tree at Target. I Saturday thought we had nine-foot ceilings. We actually have eight-foot ceilings, <laughs> and we bought a seven-and-a-half-foot Christmas tree. That bow is hugging the ceiling. So, but it looks great. It does look great. And it's it's called a Virginia Slim Pine. Yeah, so I kind of like it because although it's really tall, it's a little, a little like, thinner. thinner. So it's not blocking it's not, our but, TV as much. Yeah, but and, it's, I thought it was great. I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's very I think pretty. It's, yeah, I think it's pretty. And then Saturday, uh, we got to uh, – some of the uh, we have kids that we mentored through college and seminary and that kind of stuff, and um, they came to our home each week for like Bible study and home. We called it home group, and uh, they they're married and they've gone away. And the kids' name, well, let me just say that, that their names are Zachary and Hannah, mm-hmm. and we've known them. Oh, gosh. Probably the whole time we've lived here in Virginia. Yeah, we've known Zachary for like 18, 19 years. And then we had the joy of getting to know Hannah, his wife, who is is British. So there's this. They weren't even married when they came to the home group. They were dating. So uh, they were in town to visit his parents. And they get a text, hey, could could y'all do brunch with us? Uh, Yes, absolutely. And they have three little ones. And so we met them at a breakfast place. It was a full circle moment, and it was absolutely delightful. The little girl sat next to you and drew. Yeah, she And at colored. one point, she just put down her, her colors, and what does she do? Oh, she just reached over and wrapped her arms around me and just Gave the, the biggest. cutest moment. They were the sweetest children. 
I'm biased, but so well behaved, and especially then, considering that Saturday brunch took two hours because yeah. it's the weekend. Their little boy is two and a half, and I kept picking up the cup trying to, you know. <laughs> he let you. He let me like serve him. Serve him, uh-huh. and finally I looked at him. I said, "I think you're old enough to pick this cup up on your own, young man." He looked at me with his big smile. He says, "I am," but but he continued to but let he, you can do you it. let me do it? Mm-hmm. It's just great. and then they have a. Six, six or six baby. or eight month old baby, and she's yeah. adorable. She's beautiful. But it was a very proud and sweet moment getting to spend time with them and see. I think it's the closest I've ever come to grasping how parents feel that your kids having kids and watching them with their children and the way that they're pouring into them and very proud of Hannah and Zachary. Mm. So yeah, sitting there. I remember we sat down at the table and. Uh, we'd been talking, I guess, about an hour, and Hannah says, y'all haven't changed a bit. You haven't aged a day. And we just bust out laughing. And I said, Hannah, do not roll up in here with three kids <laughs> and tell us that we have not aged a day. I look about 90, but that's okay. So that was a... It was great. Yeah, it was a great moment. We hope you had an awesome holiday as well. Say What? What was that you said? Mm. We wanted to take a few minutes and talk about those statements people make that leave you cringing. Mm. And we're all guilty of it. Hello, hand raised, party of one. I don't want this to seem like we're throwing shade or judging because I'm just as bad for doing this. But we thought it would be good to take a moment as we're navigating this holiday season to remind all of us, what are the things we say that perhaps aren't so helpful? Mm. And what could we say instead? Mm. Um, I'm going to start with one. They don't, uh-huh. they don't even have on the list. Okay, okay. you ready? Sure. Here's one that I hate. What's the worst that could happen? Don't say that to me. You want to Oh, because I could rattle off about 12 yes. things because I'm usually always thinking of the worst thing that could happen. And, and especially when, it, now, now I will say this. I do say this, and it's true. I think we can, that, that we will get through this. Mm-hmm. And that's why I read books about Lincoln and FDR and all these other folks because they faced tremendous obstacles and they got through yeah. it and they were successful. But don't say to somebody, well, what's the worst that could happen? Well, I could die. It's like saying to someone, this is another one. Well, you've survived your worst days so far. Well, thanks, Cupcake. That's really helpful. It it doesn't clear what's happening in the moment mm. just by saying, that what's the worst that could much. happen? You see, or, that one actually gives me hope, but I can see where, mm. yeah. Well, yeah, okay, so yes, on the flip side, but it's it's how it's said. It's like, well, you've survived your worst day so yeah, far. so what's it's, your problem? That yeah. doesn't take away from the pain I'm walking through. Well, I get it. So here's one. You've survived your worst pumpkin pie ever. I mean, the next <laughs> one's got to be better. <laughs> or dressing. Stop it. You have so much to be thankful for. That one gets to me because I think of people who don't have much or who struggle, folks who, you know, and does 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 God uh, command us to be thankful? Yes. 
But for me, it's the tone. It's the, con- I don't want to say condemnation. It's the superiority of it. It's like, you have so much to be thankful for or something. I'm, does that make sense? And mm-hmm. what I'm saying or mm-hmm. no? It goes back to what you said just now with all of these, really, because they can be said in a way that it's a whispered, gentle reminder, or it could be said in a way that this one can be very condescending. Mm. Well, that's you the know, word I was after. Why are you, why are you feeling this when you have so much to be thankful for? Look at your beautiful family or look at your beautiful home or perhaps we don't know what that person's walking through mm. that's causing them to struggle with gratitude or see things mm. perhaps not as rightly as they could. So what's another one that makes you cringe? Uh, this is a very personal one. Uh, when I make a post or I say something about for example, uh, I've been back at the gym now for like 32 weeks, and I've lost 50 pounds. Okay? Now, that I appreciate. That's a microphone. As I break the mic, okay. sorry, to our engineers, I apologize. What is it that I don't enjoy? People who say, keep going. Mm. Whether or not you, and, and I'm part of several Facebook groups of folks who are on the larger spectrum of life and we're all trying to lose weight. Mm. And there's a theme in those groups. And this is one of those themes. And I have felt this and you need to hear this is when you say to a larger person who is, who is trying to lose weight, whenever you say, keep going, this is, this is what we hear. You're not good enough as you are. Mm. That's what we hear. Mm Mm-hmm. Whether that's your intent. But here's the thing. Why would you say that? Well, we want you to be healthy. We want you to live. But celebrate what they have done, not what you want them to do. I want to say, you know what? I'm not over here saying stop being stupid. You know what I'm saying? I saw <laughs> there it is. This Brian's that's just me. I mean, stop that might have been cringe worthy, well, but that's you know. okay. You're good. So I understand the whole sentiment about but this is this is also what, what, what I hear whenever people say, keep going, you're still fat, lose more weight. And, and you don't, Ooh. you see, that's what I hear. <clears throat> yeah. You know, you got to keep, you don't think I know I got to keep going. I mean, my Lord, I look at myself in the mirror every single day without any clothes before I get in the shower. I think I figured this out. I know. Yeah. One of the ones that I had jotted down, because we both made our list and then we're now sharing our list with each other today. I had jotted down, oh, you've lost weight, or don't you look good. Anything that's going to lead to body shaming or a feeling of, well, was I not good enough before? I encourage all of us to avoid the temptation to celebrate someone for how they look rather than who they are. Because a simple statement such as, wow, you've lost so much weight, can be a real trigger Mm. for someone who has struggled with eating habits Mm. or weight issues. I agree. Another one for me would be sending good thoughts and vibes. What does that even mean? I think it's a way for people to say that that, that, that they don't like. It's a way for people who aren't believers to say. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Ah. Um, So... 
um, that one just gets next to me because how are you going to send a thought and a vibe? That just makes no sense. <laughs> Stupid. Sorry. No. Next for you. So I get that the holidays are a time that we we miss people, and that's wonderful. It's it's great that we share memories of people that we love. Who and the day of this recording. Is actually, gonna... today is a very um, poignant day for me. This is the eighth anniversary of losing my dad. Very so this week day. is kind of a it's kind of a hard week. But you need to know this, Miss Kayla. He's proud of you. He always was. I'll never forget. We had a back in the days of America Online, y'all. Y'all remember that? And they had these little chat groups, and you could camera and talk to people. I remember. I'll never forget this. We're like we actually uh, video conferenced him and his wife, and he had all these toys from when you were you were a little girl, mm-hmm. and he brought out twenty not, not twenty five <laughs> stuffed animals and would hold them up to the camera for you. I don't know. He was so proud of you. Didn't mean to make you cry. So. No, it's okay. It's just. In the moment when someone is wrapped in grief, hearing, well, they're in a better place, it doesn't help. It's meant to give hope. I get that. It's meant to provide comfort. And again, I said this from the beginning, we're all guilty of saying these things, sometimes because we want to just fill the void. Right. Perhaps the biggest thing we can say in many situations this holiday season, is nothing at all. In the book of Job. Just sit with each other and enjoy each other's company. Maybe play a game together. Maybe watch a movie together. Maybe, you know, read or nap or whatever. What if we were mindful of not having to fill the silence Mm. all the time? Whenever Job lost everything, he'd lost his children, he'd lost all of his wealth. Scripture says that his friends came and they sat in the dirt with him. Yeah. Nobody said a word. Mm-hmm. Uh, along those same lines, I'm going to say this. Just listen. There are times when, when yeah. you can just listen. Uh, what? Do, okay, let me say this. I do like to fill that gap. You know me. I hate awkward silence. Uh-huh. I hate it. I will usually say to people, This is going to be very hard to believe right now. But know this. God is loving. He is wise. And he is sovereign. Mm -hmm. Now, those are going to be, those words will just bounce off the wall in those moments. But my hope is that in a moment or two, in a few weeks or a few few months on the line, they will grasp onto those for hope. Sure. Sure. And they're not a cliche. Sure. Well, none of these things that we have shared are necessarily wrong. Right. It all goes back to one word that you said at the beginning, the tone. Mm. And I struggle with that. That's, that's so, one of yeah. my biggest flaws. Just some, just some reminders How about this? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Now, sometimes I'm glad, you know, hey, you know, not you, but. I ain't going to lie. Sometimes absence is okay so yeah i'm just saying boundaries are good and yeah christmas oh y'all 
Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. Christmas is hers. Uh-huh. And since both moms listen to the bo- to the podcast, your mom and my mom, she all I want to say is that Kayla has something planned for every single day that they're mm-hmm. here. I'm not going to reveal what that is, but you're planning these little things every single day. You love you love the decorating. Mm-hmm. You love the TV specials. You love the lights. The baking. Our neighbor behind us has put up at least 30 inflatables. It's awesome. I call them inflaties. So, yeah. I love this time of year. Yes. Yeah. She's wearing a little shirt today. It's a little Christmassy. Christmas colors, yeah. So, speaking of Christmas, what are some of our favorite movies and shows? Star Wars. Christmas. Oh, Star Wars Christmas special. Others. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start with one that's a little bit. Uh, you probably shouldn't watch it with kids. No, so we'll we'll give a rating here on whether okay. we feel these are child friendly. Okay. But you should all you should watch not. Four Christmases. It is absolutely it's, it's terribly funny. It is yeah. hysterical. It's one of our favorite movies. We've and already was, watched it twice. Yeah, and, yeah. It's just. Uh, Along the same lines, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, uh, it's a Don't classic. recommend it with children, but Dad loved that movie. My dad loved it, and we still watch it to this day. And uh, little fool, a lot of sap. Yeah, so, it's a great movie. <laughs> the dog under the table gets choked, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. So again, those are here are some that are kid friendly. Oh. Our absolute all-time favorite, and this does make us think fondly of Dad, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Why does that make you think of Dad? Because he groaned every single time, but he loved it. I know he did. He pretended not to, but that one, uh, Muppet's Christmas Carol. I love it. My One of my favorites is a little... I think it's claymation or something like that. It's called The Year Without a Santa Claus. Yeah. It has heat miser and it and has snow miser. And snow miser. And, and Hallmark uh, actually had those one year. So we now are the proud owners of a stuffed heat miser and snow miser. We have to put those out this year. We're getting there. We're not fully done decorating yet. Okay. Another favorite of yours White Christmas. Yes. I love that movie. Ben Crosby, Danny Kay. Mm-hmm. Um, Rosemary we watch that at least twice every holiday oh, yeah. season. Love it. And the music is just grand. So yeah. I love Elf. It's just Santa. I know, I know him. him. Yeah, it's good. You love the Santa Claus movies. I like the first the two. The first two. The third, the third one one's a little weird. Yeah, the third one yeah. went kind of off rails for me. I like the Santa Claus. Now, I want to be honest here. I don't watch any Hallmark Christmas movies because everybody starts off single and they end up married. Uh, everybody starts off depressed, ends up happy. Uh, everybody ends up, and why does everybody leave the big city and they go out to like the country to find true love? That's not life, but I guess careful, we use. Careful, careful. There's a whole segment of people. That, oh, I know because they air them year round now. Yeah. As far as shows. Shows. I really like the Rockefeller Center tree lighting. And as the day of this recording, what's happening it's tonight, tonight? So I'm excited. Yes. So <laughs> this morning about seven fifteen, she comes I'm downstairs getting dressed for work. She comes and says, Tonight they're lighting the Christmas tree. I'm like, which one? The one in New York. I said, Well, which one? 
The Rockefeller. Oh, okay, baby. I mean, she's just all excited. I'm all about this. So, yeah. You're, you're, you're there for it. I am. And then we typically watch, you know, the the Charlie Brown Christmas, and we watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Which Although, I could not watch last. I was very upset. You weren't very happy last night. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was airing on CBS last uh-huh. night. Well, now, we don't use... A cable system or dish or direct tv we use youtube tv which mm-hmm. is a streaming service so i went so i clicked on it to watch rudolph the red-nosed reindeer and it says this show that this program cannot be streamed over the internet well i went and looked it up and cbs does not own the rights to so rudolph they the Red-Nosed. couldn't let you watch so it. they mm-hmm. can't distribute it in certain formats well you'll be glad to know that we have it it's we on own DVD, it, so we have it. We're good. I'll probably get it in the cloud. Okay. When's anyway. the last time? Honest to goodness, when is the last time we have fired up a DVD player? Last Christmas. <laughs> For real. <laughs> She's so, sitting here yeah. thinking. Her eyes are off to the side. She's like, "It was so. last Christmas." Yeah. Now so. I do enjoy. Uh, now the thing, uh, I enjoy little. Uh, like Frosty the Snowman, mm-hmm. all those we typically like watch those. those. So yeah. So, but I like the Star. There's there's a new, there's that new Star Wars Christmas special. There's a brand new Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special that's out too. Mercy sakes! Okay. Well, let's <laughs> not sound overly excited about it. <laughs> so, there we are. So the first two people to go to our website and answer a trivia question, you will win a Peas and Carrots coffee mug. And this is a perfect time of year for your hot chocolate and your coffee and hot tea. So our question this week, in conjunction with what we were just talking about, is what is your favorite Christmas movie? We'd love to hear it. You know what we didn't bring up? What? Um... You've drawn a blank. I have drawn a blank. It totally left you. Yes. 54 hitting hard, isn't it? The old savings and loan. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. Of course, yeah. So we didn't bring... I don't know if I've watched that in a few years. We watched it last year. We did. All right. Again, DVDs. They should do like a Godzilla Christmas. Oh, heavenly day. Okay. (laughs) When you go to our website, y'all, this is what I deal with every day. Y'all should have seen the look I just got when I said Godzilla Christmas. It's just so much fun. It really is. But you can win a coffee mug. You can. Or a hot cocoa mug. It's up to you how you want to use it. Sure. As a matter of fact, at church this past Sunday, our pastor said, hey, I drank my coffee out of the peas and carrots coffee mug this morning. Uh, You can win one of those. All you do is go to our website, which is? Peasandcarrotspodcast.com. When you get there, what do you click on? Look for the trivia button. Click that. And then you have to answer the question. What is the question this week? What is your favorite Christmas movie? So, hey, thanks for listening this week. You can search the Peas and Carrots Podcast wherever you get your podcast or visit our website at peasandcarrotspodcast.com. And when you do, don't forget to subscribe, but also you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and search for the Peas and Carrots Podcast. Right. Next week, we might talk about our favorite Christmas songs. Ooh. Mary, did you know? Yes, she did. Stop. <laughs> for more about the Peas and Carrots Podcast and to reach out to Brian and Kayla, visit peasandcarrotspodcast.com.
Looking for another encouraging podcast? Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises with Melody, Candy, and Gabe explores the real experiences of life through humor and honesty, weighing in together on how every quirk, bump, and bruise of life that we encounter can all relate back to the grace, love, and forgiveness of God. Search Quirks, Bumps, and Bruises wherever you get your podcasts today.